Good morning and welcome to AC23, the podcast for the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge, whose mission is to promote cultural growth, economic development, and educational enhancement through the arts in and around the 11 parish region that we serve. So I've got a full house this morning here in the Jan and Bill Grimes recording studio as I welcome the powers that be behind Creatives for the Culture. We have Troy Robertson Lee. Robertson Lee, yes. And we have Miss Evelyn Ware. Yes. And then we have Mike Weary. How you doing? Welcome, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So before we do anything, let's just kind of go around, Robin, and just kind of give give me a little bit about who you are and what your creative is. Okay. So, Troy, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, again, I'm Troy Roberson Lee. I am the Executive Director of Creatives for the Culture, which is a nonprofit that we focus on creatives in all genres where we want to spotlight them educate them so that they would have uh, more of a public forum and we professionally film them and package them you know basically for the public so they can promote their uh, their art okay so when you're not doing that what does Troy do um well I have my video production side so we do film and we do photography cover events I also am a consultant with for entrepreneurs also I'm a mom and a wife of Almost 30, maybe over 30 years, and um, a mother of three. Okay. So, Miss Evelyn, t- tell me a little bit about you and your creative bent here. Well, I'm Evelyn Ware. I am the president of the Red Stick Project, and we focus on arts and culture, uh, developing neighborhoods through arts and culture. And we um, primarily work in the um, Ardendale area. We've uh, created the Renoir Cultural District there, and we're promoting that. And um, and I dabble in a little real estate, you know, which kind of got me involved in the Melrose East neighborhood and community development and that kind of thing. So we've kind of bringing bringing it bringing it all together and um, promoting that area for development and uh, redevelopment. Okay. Now, Mr. Mike. I know a lot about you, but maybe all of our listeners don't. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, I'm Mike Weary. I'm a visual artist, uh, live painter, oil painter. Um, I've done various things, uh, but I'm just a creative uh, in general. Um, so everything Mr. Troy was talking about earlier, I'm said product. I, I just create things and hope I can get people to, to feel something. And, okay. Well, there. as someone who gets to watch you work every day, you definitely get people to feel things. <laughs> Mike, Mike is one of our artists in residence here at the Cary Swarage Community Arts Center, so we, I get I get the privilege of watching him create some yes. absolutely beautiful yes. pieces of art. So. Thank you. So, Troy, you're yes. kind of the one that came up with the idea for Creatives for the Culture. So, kind of why and how did that come about? Um, I just wanted to have a... I wanted to create an organization for nonprofits because for creators because um, we don't have opportunities. It's just very limited, and I wanted to have a space where we could come together and celebrate one another and just um, fellowship, but also have an exchange of ideas because a lot of times we are just kind of stuck in a rut. And um, I decided that I wanted to service people like myself, you know, specifically people of color who just don't get that audience. They are just kind of very limited in their communities. They don't always get the support. 
from their communities and even sometimes in their families. So I wanted to be kind of that platform, that sounding board for them. Okay. So your signature event is called The Corner. Yes. So tell us a little bit about and it takes place here at the Carrie Swarge Community Arts Center. That's right. Every first Sunday, we're here, and we are um, create. Well, we're spotlighting artists as far as like singers and dancers and literature, poetry, art, like every genre. We we you know we focus on, mm-hmm. and we just we do a professional filming of them, and then you know we put it out on our YouTube channel, which is LA Legacy Talks Network on YouTube, and then on all of our social media platforms. And then, of course, they now have something that they have because majority of the creatives are creating. So they don't have that, you know, that public side where yeah. they're that they social don't, media They side. don't have a publicist Yeah, they don't have a publicist. <laughs> so we take that, edit it down, and then we put it out. So they now have something that they can show other people who may be interested in their work, whether it's art, like somebody like Mr. Mike who's painting, and he's, he may say, well, somebody may want to book him, and it's like, well, you know, where are you and what do you do? So now he can actually take those reels and show them, you know, send stuff, links to people. It just helps out the creative versus having to stop doing what they're doing then have to go film or, you know, do something like that. So um, aside from that, you do film this in front of a live audience, right? Mm -hmm. So so kind of what, what makes that different as opposed to just, you know, shooting somebody painting a picture I think because when you when you film in front of a live audience it gives the creative an, uh, the opportunity they normally wouldn't have because normally they're alone or they're with maybe family friends and they you know they don't they're not buying our stuff you know or they're not and they're not saying they don't want to support us but they're not invested as way of an audience now you have someone else that's now can take what they've seen and spread that word and then bring that support back to that creative. You know, and Mike, feel free to jump in anytime, but you just the way it just, and it also trains you for the, for the way the world works because it's a business because a lot of people just think about just the creative side, but they forget about the, the business side. Yeah. So that's the other reason we want to package them and get them used to being able to perform professionally in front of people. Yeah. And it, I, I would add, once I started adding, doing my artwork in a live setting, uh, setting mm-hmm. it made my artwork just expand, you know, at a, you know, a level that I couldn't even really imagine. Um, and it's really just because you have that immediate approval or disapproval mm-hmm. of what you're doing, mm-hmm. but you have the reactions, you have the emotions mm-hmm. going, yes. a lot of feedback, you know, yeah. a lot right. of feedback. And you're facing your is, fears and you're facing your fears mm-hmm. and, you have to just kind of trust yourself and it's kind of putting these artists in this setting of trust yourself, trust your process. Everyone here is interested in art. They're here to see you specifically uh, for the most part. Uh, They're here to see something be created. So create. And when you're in that atmosphere, it it just kind of pushes you to these different levels that you wouldn't really recognize. Like I said, that immediate feedback Mm -hmm. is important because as an artist, we're always in our little silos Mm -hmm. And we're, you know, kind of, you know, ducked off and in a corner and you have to wait for the person you either show it to or, you know, that may come into your room or your studio that may pass by to kind of give you somewhat of an, a, a reaction. But when you're in front of 100 people, 300 people, now you get getting immediate reactions yeah. or you, mm-hmm. sometimes you may not get a reaction at all to the thing that you thought was amazing yeah. about your piece. And now you can go, okay, they didn't react to that part like I thought they would. Let me adjust that. Exactly. And that just 
inspires growth. And you have being here at the at the Carrie Siraj um, Art Center like this in the studios uh, artist space, it now puts you in a professional space. Yeah, versus correct. just being, you know, tucked off in some venue where you know you're trying to trying to maybe possibly pay for it and you don't know if you're going to have those funds or you don't know if somebody's going to show up or so we garage. take yeah or your garage you know so that nobody's <laughs> yeah. coming to your house per se to watch you you know do right. you know to create so we've taken that away from the artist all you got to do is focus on now what you do so yeah. whether you're you know you're an author or you're a singer or a dancer or a painter whatever poet now all you need to do is show up yeah, we're giving them a whole different level of support Yes, by doing this. And over the summer, we heard from a lot of creatives when we did a film camp together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we heard a lot of the things that they really wanted to see happen for them. And one of them was to get that kind of support Exposure. where they could mm-hmm. yeah where they could go somewhere and be around other creatives mm-hmm. and get the kind of exposure and um, interaction with other people to to really help them develop and to find out what specific needs they had um, that they just weren't getting being all alone that's true yeah so, you know, your mama's always going to love what you do, and she's always going to put it on the refrigerator, or she's right. always going to let, let, you know, yes. let you stand in front of the fireplace yes. and sing and clap when you're done. That's but right. having other people do that mm-hmm. is a whole other ballgame. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yes. And, it, and it starts that conversation, too, because, you know, a lot of these things that we create is very personal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things we create, we think, oh, I'm the only one feeling like this. Or my mom understands because... It's my mom. She knows everything about me, my sister, my brother. But, you know, the the young person that, that comes up to me at the corner that has the conversation with me about the painting that I just created, now we have a connection. Mm-hmm. And now he knows that we are on the same page. And now we can move forward and go to the next person mm-hmm. and have that same conversation. Right. So it, it's, it's connective in that way. Yeah, and because, like you said, like you're an artist and I produce and I do films and all those things, but it also is a way... From a mental health standpoint, it's also mm-hmm. an outlet. Yeah. So you get it all out, and you have, like Miss E said, you have that support around you. We're not judging. You know, we do have rules, so we don't allow, you know, explicit lyrics. We don't, you know, promote. You know, we don't want to stifle any creative. It's, it's carefully curated. It's carefully yes. curated. Yes. Yes. yes, because we have a lot of different platforms. Very we, it's, yeah. kid, it's kid friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's kid friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, grandma can come, grandpa know. can come. Right. You know that and kind of thing. And not be embarrassed. Yeah, and not exactly. be embarrassed and stuff yeah. because we want it. We want to set the bar and the standard, and we're it's a standard. So we're not a pop up, and this right. is not open for everybody to just walk onto this. We we choose carefully choose who's going to be. Um, filmed or featured on the uh, on the corner it's not just somebody can walk off the street now, but they that, can they can come visit though they can come sit right. in the audience though to that point though just real quick we do have like 10 minutes at the end of each uh, show up for the yes. corner yeah. but we do let anybody come on the mm-hmm. mic Okay. Or perform or create whatever they want. A little freestyle. Just a yeah. little freestyle. Yeah. Hey, or but just to get clean. something. Up, it has to be <laughs> clean. Has to be That's clean what just be Still. clean. We don't want any surprises. And it's just, you know, that to me is probably my favorite part because it's not only do we get to discover new mm-hmm. talent. It's in organic. The city, it's yeah. organic. And then it's like, 
once one person gets up there, now you got yeah. somebody singing. Now someone's playing, you know, the sax. Now so, and then it just becomes mm-hmm. this. It's organic. It's yeah, a family. It's, yeah, it's a big it family. Builds a community. Kind of, and it gives other people confidence. Like there's people that have got up there and said, I haven't said poetry in like 20 years, yes. 10 years. Oh, wow. And, you know, Cece got up there mm-hmm. and said her poetry. And now I got I to, gotta, I feel like I have to say something. Let me get yes. my phone out and, mm-hmm. and say this thing I've been working on for, you know, two yeah. years. Yes. And it, it inspires them it does. to move forward. It does. Exactly. Yeah. It does. And they get to promote their stuff. Like Summer Hayes, mm-hmm. she has a new song out, you know. And just, we have all these different creatives that are now just kind of kind of blossoming and we were watching them as mentors yeah. we're kind of like the mamas and pops of, of all these different people some of them are older than us but right. it's still it's a community and we're building a community okay so um why is it you you kind of touched on it but maybe expand on it a little bit more why is it so important that you Trips. get you band together as a group well just the times that we're living in just in general, maybe I should say it like that. We need each other. I think as a people in general, mm-hmm. as a human race, we're very disconnected. And I feel like the arts brings people together. I think it was Bob Marley who said, when music hits you, you feel no pain. Mm-hmm. That's really my sentiment. That's the underlying thing. But we need each other. And specifically as, as people of color, we just don't always have the support. And we've created this kind of hub so it's like everybody's welcome Mm -hmm. but we just want an opportunity to be seen and be heard and be respected Mm -hmm. I think we don't always get the respect we deserve you know and um, I don't know it's just it's it's just something that I think we need to constantly remind ourselves sometimes that we're worth it if that makes sense and I think the, the mental to the mental health aspect of it it is that safe space that's right because even if you come and you're not you know creating to be there and just be in the atmosphere and know that other people around you again are experiencing some of the same things Mm -hmm. you're experiencing feeling some of the same things that you're uh feeling it it creates a sense of uh community that's that's safe Mm -hmm. so you know and that's extremely important because like you said there's people that are creatives that maybe their family doesn't support them. Yeah. And we're saying creatives, but not the fact they don't support them because they're creatives, but they may not support them for whatever the reason may be. And to just be in a space and to have a place that they can go to. That they're so welcome. That they're yeah. welcome. You know, no they judgment. can just walk in mm-hmm. and just sit down and be comfortable for a few hours on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, is... And we don't is, charge. We don't charge We them. don't charge. Just come. Yeah. The door is open. Just come have a seat, listen up, look, and come back the next time around. Because yeah. you know? yeah. there's, there's probably places where, oh, I like paintings or I like dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. That's not the cool thing to do. Right. No. So you don't, you don't do that. You <laughs> don't let right. anybody know you do that. To, so to be able to come someplace right. and enjoy that and experience that. Yes. Right. And know you're not the only little yeah. pee in the pot yes, right. yes. those creative right. juices you yeah. get those right. creative right. juices moving mm-hmm. and then we have an opportunity to really um, pull people out of their shells because mm-hmm. we've spoken to a lot of people that are in different you know we, we meet them where they are in life and when they start um, telling us you know this is happening in my life that's happening in my life so I can just be here and it's like a release it's like a getaway mm-hmm. and because 
we all know sometimes people don't look at the arts as a real career. Yeah. You know, and so people really love this, but I got to do my nine to five. But I really love painting and I really love singing. I really love dancing. Mm-hmm. I really love writing. But it's, you know, where do I get my funding? Nobody's really supporting me. So I got to stay at my nine to five. Yeah. So we tell people, don't quit your job. Let your nine to five fund your you know your your you know your love for your art or whatever so we try to also wrap around educational components bring in mentors and um, just have that side where we're going to be you know really doing more hands-on you know talking about the media training talking about the trademark the contracts things like that that we need yes, you know the yes. branding the marketing you so know important yes yeah. and you know doing right. professional photo shoots and things like that so that um it's not just, they're not just a hobby, they're the full package. So if you wanted to book somebody, or you wanted to reach out to someone, now they know how to do a press kit and things like that. Or they okay. at least know the right people to, you know. So we want to give them all aspects. We want to showcase. But we also want to make sure that we're, we're meeting them where they are and, and taking care of those needs. Because a lot of our creators have a lot of different things going on, as we all do. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that we're addressing those needs first. Not just it's not a pop up where you're just performing and you're going back home. It just it has it's intentional. Okay. And we want to be scalable. You're basically helping them build a toolbox. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Because at the end of the day a lot of creatives may not even understand that hey mm-hmm. you should have a right. as a visual artist, you should have an artist statement. You should have a biography. Mm-hmm. You should have these basic things because as artists, you know, I, I'm always speaking mm-hmm. from the artist perspective. Right. We just want to get up and create. Like, yes. we, we don't want to. I just want my paintbrushes right. in my I just canvas. Get my paintbrushes, <laughs> and it's like that's you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's at some point if you want to make that a career, at some point if you want to make a little bit of extra money, or at some point if you do want to just get better at what you're doing, even if that's just the main goal you're going to have to be around others that like we talked about uh, connecting with similar uh, backgrounds and experiences. You want to be around people who have different backgrounds Mm, and experiences to be able to tell you, Hey, you're really good at this or you just need this one thing. Hey, how about we, you know, put this press junk together for you because you're good. You just need to work on this part. Right. Yeah. Hey, you need extra money. Hey, let's work on grants. Mm-hmm. Let's try to figure out how to get Where are those resources. Money. Identifying those resources. Right. Identifying yeah. it because I mean, there's creators that don't know that there's just free money here to give to you to keep doing what you're doing, but you have to go find it. No yes. one's going to walk to your house and say, Hey, by the way, here's a big check with yeah. Yeah. You know, a million dollars. Yes. Keep creating. And you, and you, you know? have to be able to provide them the right. artist statement, that's right. the bio, Correct. the inform- yeah, uh, uh, pictures of what you have done. All that's of that. Right. But it, I mean, we're talking when I was 20 years old, I didn't know I needed any of that. I was just mm-hmm. creating stuff. So we're talking to a lot of young folks yeah. here. So And older. And, and older. That, that, older that, that ones may not too. Know. Right, that's correct. You're, and, and it's just, had I known some of this stuff early on, the the leaps I would have made earlier on in my uh, art career. So being able to give this to people in one setting, yeah. in one place, because you know I was I would say a lot of art events in a general sense aren't as consistent as what we do. You may have something going on, you know, once a year or a couple times a year, you know, which is which is fine. And there are centers for the arts, right? Yeah. But to have something this comprehensive. Uh, all at once. Yeah. Intentional. We're intentional, intentional about, about what we're doing. You know, pushing a, a specific artist out there. Mm-hmm. 
So do you normally just feature one artist per corner, or is it more than one one one. thing going on? No, it's more than one. Like, for example, the one coming up in November, we are November 5th 5th specifically, we're doing um, Poetry in Motion. So we have um, Pache Gibson, we have in Summer Haze, and Mr. Eric um, Whitfield that's Mm going to be doing the sax. So it's more of an interpretive dance with the words and the music, and then we kind of branch into some other things, and then we're looking at getting into some Langston Hughes and Baldwin and August Wilson, so we're going to have some people read some of the reading. So it just kind of, because, you know, in the arts, you can just kind of go and go and go. So it's, it's never kind of like a, 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 a gumbo. We a, have a gumbo. A gumbo going and, yes. and, and, yeah. and a jam session. Yeah, so we have our, our, our two to three main ingredients. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we, we have that on the, you know, on everything we release. But then once we're there and we're going, like I said, especially those last 10, 15 yeah. minutes, it's like, yeah. hey, yeah, come, yeah. somebody want to jam in and, you know, and it's just like I said, it's very communal because, mm-hmm. like, even like during like some of the spoken word, like, just the feelings mm-hmm. that, that you get when mm-hmm. someone says that one line, it's like, yeah. ooh, oh, you yeah. get that collective ah. It's like <laughs> yeah. you feel the room yeah. change a little right. bit, yes. and then so when you get to the ending part of it, and people start chiming in and giving their two cents on, you know, on on anything, it, it just it becomes this other thing mm-hmm. outside of yeah, just the the. The, the, the three main focuses yeah. that okay. we may have. Right. Great. Right. So, November 5th, yes. Yes. time? 3 to 5. 3 to 5 mm-hmm. at the Cary Siraj Community mm-hmm. Arts Center. Uh, tell us again, slowly, who's going to be here? So, we're going to have um, poet, Pache, Sister Shay Gibson, Eric Whitfield on the saxophone, saxophone yes. and um, Summer Hayes. And she's going to be dancing, even though she is a singer also. Summer Hayes will, does everything. Yeah, she does everything. She's a triple threat, <laughs> she's quadruple a, a, a threat. Renaissance. Every yeah. single time I hear about Summer Hayes, it's a new thing. Yes. Violin, yes. dance. I'm yeah. pretty sure she probably can paint better than me if I really ask. Yes. It's just like, so yeah. Yes. And we'll get to interview them on Artist to Artist. That's Correct. true. Yeah. We'll get to interview um, Eric Whitfield and, and, and Pache. Um, Pache, mm-hmm. yes. Gibson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, because we also do that. that we have an interview right. um, thing, Artist to Artist. Yeah, we do Artist Talks, too. Okay. So, again, just more just more information that these artists more can one-on-one. just yeah. give. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's interested in booking them, yeah, here's you know everything on paper, but here's a an interview. Yeah, you know, a ten minute, okay. five minute interview. So they can the way they, they can connect. they yeah. can put words together and they can and, exactly and, write, exactly and tell somebody what exactly. they're exactly. pull their story out exactly. of them. Exactly, yeah, it's a way to relate to them on another level, okay. more personal. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it. I can't wait for November. I'm a, Schedule. I'm through with writers' workshop by then. So, so you right. can come and hang out. I'm always up there. Yes, come out and hang out. Okay, and we thank piece. you so much for joining us this morning for AC23. You can catch replays on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Support for this programming comes from Shell, our generous donors and members. To help us continue programming like this, please consider joining the Arts Council or becoming a donor. Information can be found on our website, artsbr.org. That's A-R-T-S-B-R dot org. See you next Sunday.